0: This is the Outdoor Family Podcast. Welcome to the Outdoor Family Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Slaughter. Um, today we got a little bit of a different it's actually an on-site um, episode um, and we're actually at a youth camp today and I have two guests here. Um, I'll let them introduce them, themselves and their roles and um, and everything. So take it over. It's Okay, I'm uh, Don
1: Snyder, and my wife and I are the uh, managers here at the Baptist Youth Camp.
2: That's the that is the Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp, um, in Indiana, and um, we have been on site here for sixteen years, mm-hmm. and we have been involved with this particular camp for about thirty six years, mm-hmm. um, yes. being involved as far as attending camp. Um, being serving as dean, serving as a um, cabin leaders, serving on the board of trustees, and then we were hired 16 years ago to come on site and be on site managers.
1: We've also done a lot of uh, volunteering here as uh, as work parties uh, with wood and, and construction and uh, just a lot of things that we've we've done here.
0: Yeah. Um, can you guys explain maybe your current roles a little more and what uh, camp, you, and you said your managers actually, aren't your positions changing and stuff right now and everything? And- y-
1: yes, so we are in a transition mode right now. Uh, we have hired an executive director to help us uh, uh, carry the load of what we, what we do here. And uh, uh, with that, uh, I will be able to uh, kind of pass off one of my hats that, that I do here at camp so that we can just, uh, share the load.
2: Also, we've seen it change a lot over the 16 years, because when we came, when we came to the camp, the retreat center was just under roof. So we got to be a part of, of seeing camp grow into the retreat, uh, ministry business part of, of camp and, Um, So that has been really exciting. But with that has come some new responsibilities, um, more responsibility. So what used to take place with just the two of us doing this, um, we got to where we needed to hire people to help with housekeeping, with food service, more help with maintenance. So it's been pretty exciting, though, to see how camp has grown from basically summer camp to being a year-round ministry with retreats and things taking place as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, my little experience, connection with you guys here at the Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp, um, it is—it's changed in just my my experience with you guys. So that is—it is interesting, and you guys have a lot more. I mean, I think Don said you've been around and associated with the camp for 38 years or so. So you guys have probably seen a bunch of things with camp and everything. Um, can you guys just yeah elaborate more and maybe? What is, you know, what who is Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp and maybe some, you know, like your kind of mission statement goals, um, uh, maybe affiliations with churches, because we'll just, we'll know that and everything, so.
2: Yeah, um, Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp is actually owned by um, basically American Baptist churches in Southeast Indiana, and that's where the name comes from, is Southeast, because of the churches. And, um we are We are financially supported by these churches, along with individuals that support the camp so that 's where our funding comes from to be able to operate camp and to pay our staff and we're not limited to just the Baptist though it is um, we are open to um, other other denominations to come in and, and use the facilities to send their kids to the ca- summer camp programs that we do um, or even to support, we even have other churches that are non-denominational, or other denominations that financially support the camp as well. But as far as the ownership of the camp, that is the um, basically the owners. We have a, a board of trustees that makes decisions on everything, and as far as what you know what we do and um, our pricing on things and um, goes through them. So. Uh, but yeah, that's what. But we're not limited to just Baptists, so you don't have to be a part of a Baptist group to come to camp and enjoy it. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's a nice thing. Uh, I think so many people are get stereotyped, like you know, you're a no, Baptist or you're Catholic or whatever, and that's you go to your whatever corner, I guess you would say. And here, it's, I think that's good for people to know that that we can this is an open facility for all mm-hmm. who would like to enjoy this um, facility. So
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and we've got to see new programs and things starting up to with, um, we still do our summer camps. So, so in the summer in June, June and July, and then some weekends in August and September, we provide camping programs. So people can just send their kids to camp or it, we also have, um, different types of camps we have family camp so the whole family can come to family camp they don't have to prepare anything other than just pack their stuff up and get here and we provide everything else for them for family camp there's also paintball camp Uh, we do we do for grades 6 through 12 and we do our camp our summer camp sessions are based on ages. So we start as young as kindergarten, kids going into kindergarten, get to come and they get to spend one night. So kindergarten and first grade, um, will get to spend one night and it's a great introductory camp. Um, because we have seen the kids that come to that camp, they're ready to come to the primary camp then for the three nights. It's really helped prepare them. It's a good introductory. So, and the way we also, um, then we also have, uh, like I said, our family camp, our paintball camp. And we do a man camp now. So it's for men. And we've got ages eight years old and up. And the reason that we've got that age is because they do things such as um, skeet shooting, some archery, maybe some paintball. So the kids just need to be old enough. Boys need to be old enough to be able to do these things. And then um, this year we've added a new one in. And that is senior adult camp for adults who are 55 and older. Can come to camp and they'll stay in the retreat center where it's a little uh, a level up from the cabins, so they can have the comforts of that as well. So,
1: um, I've got a little story with that. Uh, I have never had the opportunity to be a camper, so I told the dean that beware. I have never been a camper, and that uh, uh, I, but I know all the things that campers do. Just be ready. So I'm going to have fun with him. Hmm. That is good. I think
0: you guys the camp seems like it's got everything covered almost. You got, it seems like you got all the age groups, the different family camp and from different activities from like the man camp, which I think is really cool. The man camp and uh, paintball camp. Those are just, you know, hit some different buttons. Cause I know I don't, I went to camp as a kid and I definitely did not. When I was elementary age, I hated, I I'll be honest. I hated camp. <laughs> I did not like camp, but then I got into the upper, upper elementary and junior high. I did some more wilderness type stuff and that, I really enjoyed that. And I think that's key for any camp is that they have that diversity so that they can relate to everybody. Cause, um, it's, it's hard. You know, some kids just don't niche into that certain thing. So, um, yeah, it's good guys. So what are maybe some, like, what is the future of camp or what's, you know, goals of camp moving forward? Is there any like major projects or, um, just things that, you're excited about or you're the future of camp i know you briefly touched on you got hiring a new executive director and stuff too so um just i'll let you guys run with it let's go where you want to go with it
2: we 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 have grown to the point of needing the executive director so um which is really nice because Because the executive director can take care of a lot of the connections with the supporters and um, help connect in the community. And because we're so busy doing the hands-on stuff with camp that it's hard for us sometimes to start new programs because we're so busy doing that we have a hard time going out and connecting with schools to let them know that we can do outdoor ed here. Um, We have paintball ministry that takes place. And, and just to, we have youth retreats that if we had local support from just our local community businesses, um, for instance, a New Year's Eve, we do a New Year's Eve party for teens, and we play paintball and, and during that, and we actually play up till midnight, so we get to bring in the new year playing paintball, and Don always likes to say that we're playing paintball for two years. <laughs> We do that, (laughs) but, but there are things like that, that it's getting the kids off the streets and giving them a safe place to come to for new year's Eve. And I think that any of our local businesses would really be willing to, to support that. Um, because it is doing a good thing. It's giving the kids something to do on new year's Eve that is safe and, and it's, it's healthy. And, um, so having an executive director can, that can make those connections with people a little bit better and allow us to be the hands-on stuff that we are doing is going to be a great thing, I think, for the future of our camp. So, Because there's so much more. We see that there's so much more potential here at our camp, so many more things that can be done.
1: And, and a lot of, of what we see is uh, um, with the paintball ministry. Uh, kids love to play paintball, and it's a, it's a huge ministry. And, and you wonder, okay, how do you figure you know, paintball is a ministry where you're uh, marking all your friends with a paint, but uh, uh, it has come into uh, an excellent ministry time, a time of sharing Christ. And uh, what I really like about it is that uh, kids remember it. And when you get, you mix the emotion and the event and what was being taught, uh, kids can't forget it. And uh, I've seen kids out in public and they said, hey, I remember you, and I'm going, okay, uh, I only I saw, saw 700 kids this year, but uh, okay, so uh, how do you remember me? And, and uh, I was at your camp. It's like, oh, okay, what camp? And she said, well, I don't know, it was one of those camps. and It was, a, it was a group of uh, three girls, and, and I said, okay, so do you remember the dean, the, anything about it? No. I said, well, how do you remember me? And she said, because we played paintball. I said, because I inflicted pain upon you in my activity, you remember me? And they looked at each other and went, yeah. So it was neat to have that experience
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's a couple i'm gonna make a point on both of you what you just yeah. said here i think it's interesting that this, sarah said with the new executive director because a little bit the experience i've had with you guys and being around camp here um and i i've seen where yes you you guys definitely need the you have the potential for growth and it's just it's right there the extra person mm-hmm. um just you know i feel like you guys have you split the pie in half. Now you're gonna be able to split it in thirds, you know, and you can mm-hmm. you can eat it a lot more efficiently if you split yeah. it in thirds. And <laughs> um, and I think that's Most definitely I think that's gonna be yeah. good for camp in the long run and everything. And I think that's neat with the paintball, Don, because I know look, I played a little paintball here at camp, and um, it is pretty cool to just see how yeah how pain can people remember pain. I don't know why it is, <laughs> but um, it is interesting. So.
2: Also, that the paintball isn't just for the kids. It's for the adults, too. Adults can learn so much playing paintball. Um, for our New Year's e- New Year's Day open paintball, we do. Just anybody that wants to come can come. And um, we get a lot of adults that come to that, too. And it's just, it's really good. And we play it for family camp. And paintball is um, a good ministry because we have just outside groups that will schedule paintball. Bachelor parties. Um, family groups, birthday parties, so it's just youth groups might come to play. So it's it's really neat tool that we can use with a lot of different ages. So, yeah. yeah,
0: it is a good tool. Like I said, I've I've been around it, so mm-hmm. it is pretty cool to see mm-hmm. watch people think and yeah. Uh, I think this is the raw emotion comes out. The raw internal stuff gets mm-hmm. gurgitated that sometimes you hide when you do, and I don't know, just normal games of basketball or whatever there's a adrenaline thing going on there so yeah it is cool so is there anything else you got future wise that coming down the pipe for you guys here at camp or that you want to talk about
2: we always have vision Mm -hmm. and we got so much more vision and yes we do want to we've got an area that is a, a building that is by cabins but we're wanting to to build that into a lakeside lodge and it's got a beautiful view of the lake and it would just make another, another retreat area because we have the retreat center that we use, but that gets booked up almost every weekend throughout the year on good years, other than COVID, but, um, but it, it gets busy and I turn groups away when they call and want to want to do an event here. So, we could get the Lakeside Lodge done. It gives us another area that we could have a couple groups here at the camp at the same time, but it, they wouldn't interfere with each other because camp's big enough that we could have the two different groups here at the same time with those different facilities.
0: So kind of go into more detail, maybe what the Lakeside Lodge is going to potentially consist of, and then also mm-hmm. expand on what is your current retreat center, or kind of maybe some accommodations or what it, what it's like and kind of how it may serve okay. a group.
2: Okay, our our current retreat center. It has eighty four beds in it, and it's um, air conditioned, heated. It's very comfortable. Got nice big showers, a little kitchen area in it. So if a group wants to do their own food, they can. Or if they're a little larger and want us to do the food service, we can. It's connected to the gym, so it's awesome to have a group that you don't even have to go outside if you don't want to. You can just go from the retreat center into the gym where you can be doing either activities or you can set it up as your worship area or your conference room. So that's what how that serves that area. And it also works as a dining hall as well. Then up on top of the hill would be the Lakeside Lodge. And that would be able to um, accommodate... Another large group. I'm going to let Don share a little bit about that.
1: Okay. Uh, That would be approximately about 50 people uh, could be up there. And it could be, it's going to have like two different uh, uh, cabins uh, that are attached to it. And they won't look like your regular cabins. Uh, These cabins will have uh, steps and lights and uh, just a a little bit more plush than what our cabins are. And uh, it'll be a big meeting area also that overlooks uh, the lake. And uh, hence the Lakeside Lodge. So uh, we're excited about that because we, like like Sarah said, we could we could do a lot more uh, people uh, on on the grounds because we have 62 acres and we don't utilize all the all the acreage that we have. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny. Sarah's saying you're gonna have more people there. I just saw her pump her finger up in the air yeah. at the Lakeside Lodge. But yeah, I think yeah. that just sounds like a really cool event or area to have. You know, I don't know, kind of that, almost like that cozy winter. I could, I'm almost yeah. thinking this cozy winter, cozy uh, snuggling up by the fire type feel or whatever. Except I don't do snuggling up by the fire stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, kind of that thing with overlooking the lake and stuff. And I think that'd be. It just sounds sounds. Picturesque and fun and everything. So yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So because it has the beauty already there, it's we've got an existing building that we're looking at taking to you to to make this usable, and it has some beautiful um, barn beams and beams trusses. In it. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of the to, rough rough cut. Yes. Stuff. Very rough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's a vision and. Um, um, but there's a lot of things we have to do first to get to that point. Um, we're upgrading cabins and that's one of the big things that we need to get completed before we go ahead and start doing our fundraising for that project.
1: And, uh, getting the, the cabins updated. Uh, we actually have, uh, Indiana, uh, mission, Indiana camper on mission here, uh, this week, and they are working on cabin four and, uh, uh, we're getting closer and closer to to being done with with the cabins and being able to to, to focus more on the lakeside lodge.
0: That it is, it's it is neat to see all the, like you know, you got different volunteer groups and stuff, and you slowly mm-hmm. the progress. It when you sometimes drive in here, the progress seems slow when you come in here regularly, but because you got to all those different volunteer groups because this is i mean you said it's a 62 acre facility and there's i mean how many cabins we got here Six, we got 19 19 cabins. cabins okay yeah so that's a lot of buildings plus a gym plus you know the retreat center and stuff a dining hall for yeah. yeah for just two people and then eventually having you know another's coming on and you got a couple part-time help here so i think that that just makes that's a lot that's a lot so it is it is pretty cool to see all that so
2: And we do rely on volunteers a lot. Um, And that's where um, the churches really take ownership and and just people who are supporters of camp, the individuals that support camp, too, because we function off of volunteers for our summer programs. Um, The dean who runs each camp session is a volunteer, and then all of the cabin leaders – we don't have paid counselors that come, but we have cabin leaders that are volunteers that come, the adults that are here for the kids. And lots of times they are people that um, come from a church and they're bringing campers with them, kids with them, so they'll stay in the cabin with them. But um, but we do go through all of the uh, background check, and we know we know our leaders that come. Um, If we personally don't, then either our dean does or somebody knows them, but we go on through the background check, and we have some training that we go through with them uh, to be here for our summer programs. So we rely greatly on volunteers, and a lot of men like to come to cut wood And because we burn wood. Don might want to share about that, too.
1: Yeah, in the last uh, probably 10 years, we have installed what's called an outside wood burner. And we actually heat the gym the retreat center all the water in the summertime for the kids and and the pool at the same time so uh, it uses a a great deal of wood about 175 ricks uh, a year and so we we have tapped in we've found a source of, of tapping into men they love to get out and and bring their toys and and cut wood and so we we uh, i i want to provide a place for the, so they can do that and so we've got trees that are down or people bring trees and and we cut them up and and uh they they have a great time great ministry uh and good fellowship and i'm burning wood all year round so we have a good time doing that
0: yeah and and, and it's kind of neat to see the different there's different avenues for volunteering you may not necessarily need to come for a week of camp or, or whatever mm-hmm. but you can come split wood or build work build on the cabin or whatever mm-hmm. um and i would think i mean i'm just speaking outside the box from other camp standpoints they're probably they would love volunteers too so i mean if you're not local here but mm-hmm. you're local state or whatever find a camp and you can Definitely, probably can plug in and um, do some volunteer work wherever you're at too. So that is it is an interesting, is a neat uh, mission, I guess, field for the average Joe, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And the idea also, is because we do
1: have volunteers and we don't have a lot of uh, uh, paying out of monies, that our fees can be very low. And with low fees, uh, we we have. Kids that wouldn't go to camp anywhere else couldn't go to camp anywhere else, and they come here. And uh, we have seen kids just transform into uh, wonderful, blossoming uh, individuals.
2: I'd like to back up just a minute to the mission part of camp because we have some youth groups that will come here for a mission trip. Mm-hmm. We, have, uh, we have one that's been coming now for, for three or four years that on their spring break. They bring the kids, and they'll come like on a Sunday. It's a short one, so that way the kids still have time to do something else on their spring break too. But they'll come on a Sunday, and they'll work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, leave Wednesday afternoon. And Don's real good about finding out what skills they have to be able to match them up. Um, And these are usually teenagers that come. We've had some that come from um, another state that they'll come for four days or so as well. So we love to have people come here for a mission trip. We have the facilities to house them. We can feed them, and um, they can help at camp and know that they're, what they're doing is very meaningful, and it serves a great purpose, and it helps the camp a lot. So, um, so I encourage people, if you're looking for a mission trip, a good mission trip to take your youth group on, or a group of men to go on, check out the camp in your area. Find a Christian camp and call them and say, hey, can we bring a group of people for a mission trip to your camp? I help work on projects and things. So, yeah.
0: I think that it, that's a good, I think I like that point, Sarah, because I think we all, when you think of mission trip, we think of going to Mexico or wherever, and I think sometimes we forget our backyard, and even our, especially camps, because we think, oh, camp's already, okay, you know, they're taken care of, or what, you know, I think we get that idea, even though it's, they're not, um, it's, yeah. I think it is a good point there, so. Yeah,
2: and, and for people to know that a, a Christian camp is an extension of your church's ministry, that that's what it is. And um, so we are your local mission field, your your camp that is in your neighborhood or that your church supports or that you go to, that's your local mission. That's your home mission um, to support that. So it's home missions for our churches that own the camp. It's their home mission to be able to do things here. So Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that you just made me think of something that I see, and I know you guys have seen it, is it? kids are more willing to come through this door at camp than they are to go to the youth group at some church or whatever. Mm-hmm. There is something about camp where it is easier or feels less intimidating for maybe a kid who's never gone to church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it's just an interesting yeah. atmosphere camp does provide or whatever. Right. So,
2: yeah. It's a non-threatening atmosphere. Exactly. Non-threatening. Yeah. 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 So, the kids that were here for the mission trip um, they they also are taking an one particular group is taking another mission trip out of state, but it kind of interferes with them attending camp and a couple of those girls said, "I don't care if I go on the other one tired. I'm coming to camp this summer, mm, <laughs> so that's good, yeah, yeah
0: so i think we kind of covered you know kind of the goals and the future of camp and kind of some of the services well um i know we talked about your traditional summer camps and um your retreats type stuff is there anything else for services or things you guys provide that the, the public would like to know or potentially like to know
1: well when, when you come to camp it's like i said there's a, about 62 acres and uh, there's a lot of different things that you can do because uh, you can have campfires, you could uh, do some fishing, you can do some uh, playing what we call human foosball. Uh, that in itself is a, an exciting game. Uh, we have uh, uh, canoes, we have paddle boats. We have a lot of different activities that you can be done.
2: We have putt-putt, miniature golf, and that's a good thing. And we have the swimming pool, so we rent out the pool for pool parties. We have a lot of birthday parties. Um, people will rent out the pool, and church groups or just um, family family groups that will rent out for a family gathering, they'll rent out the pool. And then while they're here, they can also use the grounds then to play putt-putt or, like Don said, go fishing, pedal boating, canoeing. The human foosball, I will expound upon because it's in a – Kind of a screened-in building, so it has lights at nighttime. You can play. You can play any time of the year. We have. Um, we are not very far from Perfect North Slopes, so we have groups that will come from other states, and they like to stay at our camp when and go skiing the next day, and then come back to our camp and spend another night, and get to do things and we do have a group that always like to know that they can play human foosball and it's in the winter it's in january it's cold but these kids they've got their coats because they're ready to go skiing so they can go outside um in that screen in building because you've got lights out there and play human foosball so there's a lot to do um yeah
0: i think that's good i think it's good you guys expanded on some of that too because i think that explains to people this isn't just like a summer camp one season type thing it is a year-round with the retreat center and it provides a lot of different um age you know variances you know especially like the putt putt because you can get little johnny who's three years old out there playing putt-putt where you know they're not going to go fishing probably or play human foosball or whatever so i think that's what's neat is where i think sometimes people do forget that camp does at least this camp here um they you guys really do provide a full gauntlet i guess you'd say for activities and resources and stuff for everybody so i think someone listening to this they can say oh yeah maybe i can take Whatever this type of group, there, so yeah. Yeah.
2: One of the things, too, I think is neat about a couple of the activities here, especially the miniature golf and um, human foosball, is that it is an intergenerational activity because it is really neat to watch for putt putt. You can have somebody that's in their 80s out there playing with somebody who's only 10 years old, and you know, sometimes we have a hard time today with mixing those generations. The older people say, well, I don't know how to communicate with a younger person, so I'm just not very good at that. But that's one of the neat things that we see at camp too, is that we can have some of our leaders that are older, or even people that come and volunteer as grandparents during summer camp, and they can go out there and do those type of things with younger kids and make a real connection doing those things. So they're activities that connect the different ages of people. And it's just exciting to to see how they really can connect by doing those activities together.
0: Well, um, at this point, I think we kind of covered, you know, the future camp here at Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp. We've also kind of covered the services you guys. um, Is there anything else before I kind of pivot and go a little bit of a different direction with with this that you want to talk about, or is that you good? Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I could talk about camp all day. So, uh, one of the things that, that I said that we we do retreats, uh, we rent out faci- our facilities for other groups to do their own events. So, um, there may be um, a church that wants to do a ladies' retreat, or a man's retreat, or a leadership retreat, um, a, a youth retreat, of course, too. There may be um, but, but those type of things. So we rent out our facilities to for groups to do their own thing as well. And um, But then we also have been hosting some of our own. We've been getting into that a little bit more. And that's where I think that with having an executive director on board too, is that that will allow us to do more of our events as well. So for instance, we do, um, I had mentioned a New Year's Eve party. We do a New Year's Day paintball. We also have been doing a youth event for several years now that we call Ignite, and that is for um, sixth through twelfth grade. It's a one-night retreat event for them. Have a live band and, and just really get kids on fire for Christ. And then we've also, this is our first year to do a ladies' retreat as well. So we're pretty excited that we are able to host those things ourselves. but um people so they can come and just attend ours or if they want to put on their own we rent facilities for them to do their own also we do um some of our local schools will come here for field days like in may they'll have a field day they like to come to the camp for that because there's so much to do so those are just some of the other things that we have to offer as well so
0: yeah i think your point you met you mentioned a night and I've been involved with Ignite a little bit. I think the interesting thing about that, and I won't go on a complete backstory, but there was the idea was some people had ideas for a youth retreat and they kind of presented it to camp, and you guys definitely jumped on board on the opportunity like that. And I think that's is, if someone is out there that got an idea for, for not, not, example, youth retreat or some other type of format, you guys are so on board with, hey, pitch us the idea or whatever and we'll yeah. we'll figure out something early start working on that and, and I think that's what's neat about you know mm-hmm. you're open to different ideas and different avenues and stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm unless you're done with I mean, like the facilities and the future your, your future camp and different things like that I'm gonna pivot a little bit but I'm gonna talk we're gonna talk about and it's more like why I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the argument. Why are you? Why should I send my kid to camp, or why should I come to camp as maybe a parent or a leader or men um, into like a man camp or whatever? Um, kind of tell me why the power. Why is camp powerful outside? Because it's, well, I think a lot of people are like I can just go to church and get the same thing as camp. But what makes camp? I'm, I'm I know camp makes another next level. But tell me, explain to me why it does.
1: Well, what I've seen, Mitch, is that uh, uh, you, we have from Sunday afternoon to Friday morning and they're totally surrounded by by cabin leaders and by people that that love them, that love on them and that uh, uh, care about them and, and they're kind of surrounded by that and so they don't get that maybe at at their their homes or or their schools i mean they've got a whole week of this and what's really neat is to watch some kids come in on sunday and they're all it's all about me and they're all got this big chip on their shoulder and it's like oh i'm i'm pretty hot and all that and to see how well they they blend and and just uh form into more of a rounded person by wednesday and it's really cool to watch that i've I've seen that many, many times. Uh, one particular story I remember is uh, uh, a young man that uh, uh, is very active in our schools. I mean, active. And I mean, he was he was bouncing off the walls at our schools. And it's like, oh, and he wants to come to camp. It's like, OK, we're going to bring all this to camp. And I'm, I'm thinking, OK, all right, because uh, he's got a lot of things he can do. And I thought, well, He's going to need some extra attention. And I'm going, okay, we can do this. And so I contacted somebody and they're going to come out and, and just kind of talk with, with this young man and, and just be, be with him, be his mentor. And that was going to be great. And so it, uh, they came out, uh, the mentor came out on Monday and uh, I'm going, okay, um, he's around here somewhere and I'm looking out in the playground area and it's like, I, I don't see this young man. And it's like, well, and all of a sudden, I see this gentleman (laughs) run out from under nine square and come back and and just hand the ball to somebody and get back in the game. I'm thinking, that is not his normalness. And it was so cool that what camp has transformed him. It was a safe place. It was a a loving place. And he knew that. And uh, he just really bloomed uh, from that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as far as kids... um, you're, you're bringing them into, um, what we call a temporary community. So they are, they're staying in a cabin with somewhere around maybe seven to eight, eight to nine other kids with a couple of adults that they may know some of them. Um, They may know all of them if they come to camp over and over, but there's always somebody new there. But anyway, they're coming into this temporary community where they're living in a cabin for a week with different people than in their home. And um, so it's, it's that difference. And in that, they get to experience an independence that maybe they don't have at home. And I think that's really neat where kids because a lot of times kids want that they want to be independent for sure and and camp, yeah, I don't want somebody always doing this for me or telling me how I have to do it. Um, of course, we have our boundaries at camp and they have to stay within those boundaries to keep everybody safe and healthy, but they have an an independence within those boundaries and that's it's a safe place. it's a safe place to experience independence and and to grow in those areas. so as far as a kid, that is something neat. And also, they're they're challenged. While they're here at camp, they're going to be challenged um, to face things that maybe um, they can ignore or escape when they're at home. So maybe they're doing an activity with um, something that they have a little fear of. Um, so maybe it's—we um, don't have high ropes here, but a lot of camps do. But there are there are other things that kids may— may be faced with doing that they have a fear of and um they've got other kids their peers they're encouraging them they cheer them on and it may be even getting in front of people that they're afraid of but at at camp they have that opportunity and believe me if they get in front of everybody at camp they become a star they're like a rock star everybody's just out there clapping for them and cheering them on and it's so neat to see how supportive um that, that the group is because they become like family while they're here during the week. And, um, they're challenged maybe to do activities that they normally wouldn't do at home. Um, maybe it is a sports type activity or some type of, maybe it's just interacting with other kids that they don't do that maybe is a challenge for them. So, um, so it's, it's a real opportunity for them to experience independence and some new challenges to help them grow, um, just with their whole emotional, you know, we, we focus on the, um, not just the physical, but the emotional and the spiritual as well. And, um, to help them grow in all those areas. It's well-rounded, yeah. well-rounded in that way.
0: I think if think you, you go back and you start, pulling the pieces of what you guys both said there i think like big thing that stuck out to me was a safety because Mm -hmm. it's a safe place and i think that helps you know you're not afraid to make mistakes when you're Mm -hmm. um, and when you can try new things and not make mistakes when you do make mistakes you're not criticized or Mm -hmm. looked down upon and i think that's especially like when you know you're at school or at home sometimes you know you don't do something quite right you get rid off or you get told you're worthless. And I think that's what's neat about camp is it's a place where we, you know, yeah, okay, you messed up, but we can fix it next time or whatever. And, um, that is cool to see that. And I think too, and you guys can expand on it. I think that is really neat is the whole idea. When you come to camp, you're, you go, you leave your comfort zone of home and you leave your, all those type of places. And I think, how do you how do you because i think don mentioned that a little bit with the little the boy but it's how it just changes your whole mindset when you're you can you know forget what the all the troubles you had at home or all the troubles mm-hmm. you have with whatever um can you you want to expand on that a little more
1: oh, one of the things i've seen is that um kids come to camp with with a lot of baggage Hmm. okay they have a lot on their minds a lot on their hearts they've heard a lot of things they, they they're very um, receptive to people wanting to to pay attention to them to show them that they're valuable and that's what's really important is that these cabin leaders and these uh, deans and the pastors they, they they know these kids are important and these kids feel it and that's I, I think that's a big part of what camp is all about. Not just this camp, but all all camps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are important, they are valued in other situations that they uh in in their uh, home life or stuff like that may not they, they may not have the the support that they that they have at camp. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: And even the kids that do come from a good supportive home, because we get a lot of them and um and they just thrive at camp because it does take them out of the routine of home. It gets them away from the television. It gets them away from even the responsibilities they have at home. If they have chores at home, you know, they've got a week they don't have to do their chores. (laughs) And um, so they can just enjoy being at camp. And so we see those kids too, the ones that just, um, that do have good supportive homes and just love to come to camp and always make new friends and and, um, but it takes them out of their norm and allows them to be able to um, just to focus more on who they are, um, their relationship with, with their creator, for one. And, um, and, and as Don said, our big goal for our summer camp programs in any of your camps, really, and it should be, is that all of the leadership, their goal is to show these kids love to show them that they are important. And that's why we encourage even extra extra people, let's say as grandparents, to come in um, during the day to just—we say— just sit on the bench and be a cheerleader for these kids. And you'll find that you have them sitting on the bench around you and on the ground around you just because you give them attention. Because when they're in the swimming pool, it never hurts to have extra eyes of adults around. And the kids are always saying, watch me, watch me, see see what I can do. And they want to show you how they can dunk their face or go underwater, how they can swim. And it's just, you know, it gives them that opportunity to just to grow and and to let go of everything else. Just enjoy being here. So. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's good. I think too. You've mentioned kids and everything with all this, but I think you guys have the retreats, and I think it's it's basically the same elements, but just for maybe like adults or whatever. It it accomplishes the same I think goals because I think sometimes kids just show the raw emotion. Adults, we are better at hiding all those things and the ugly inside, and and put on this nice front and i think it helps camp or getting away out of camp and doing like a retreat it helps also do some of that same same things or whatever and uh, everything yeah
2: i would like to go a little too with um with families coming to camp as a family because um when our kids were young um, Don came to camp when they were really young, but I decided I would wait until after they were out of diapers before I would come and volunteer at camp to bring them. But so when they were out of diapers, we started coming to camp um, for the same week. And it ended up being our vacation, really. Um, we served as cabin leaders and had our had our children here, so they were not age of campers yet necessarily, but they were here with us because as leaders we had them with us, and so they grew up coming to camp in the summer and growing through the ages, and we. We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't do vacations. So that really became our family vacation to come to camp as a family and to serve. And I loved it because I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to do dishes. I had a whole week off for my chores Mm -hmm. at home. And I just loved it because also I was in, in... Bible study every day. I was in God's Word every day. I got to experience worship every day in a group. I got to have some quiet time every day. Even as a leader, I was able to find that time to do that, um, to take a walk by myself for just a few minutes in the morning before it got really busy. So it was spiritually fulfilling for me as an adult to come as a a leader as well. And, And maybe you're not a person that really feels like you're you could do a cabin of kids like a you know a woman for a cabin of girls with another woman or a man with a cabin of boys with another man. But we offer family camp. and this is a great vacation weekend uh, for families to come to. And it, maybe if you're new to camp and you just want to see what it's like, family camp is an awesome opportunity to come and see what it's like. Uh, we at our camp, we do it on. Uh, Labor Day weekend. They come on Friday evening. We're going to feed you supper, and we're going to go through Monday um, through breakfast, and then we're going to let you go before lunch so that you can get back home and get your laundry, everything ready to get back in routine for for Tuesday. But family camp, you come as a family, you stay in your own cabin, but we have everything programmed for you. So all of the, we got activities, and I'm going, Don does family camp. So I'm stepping in his territory here. So I'm going to let him, I wanted to bring it up and just share how important it is for families to do something like this. And I'm going to let him give you some more details on it.
1: Yeah. Family camp is, excuse me, family camp is a passion of mine. Uh, like Sarah said, that we, we were looking for a place to, to take our family and kids. And most of everything we looked at was, was 600 plus. And it's like, we can't afford that. But what's really cool is that for like $320, you can bring your whole family, not based upon how many numbers you have. Actually, this year we have a family is coming that has a total of 11 people.
2: Um, wow. It's, no, 11 children. The 11 family is 13. children, so yeah. it's,
1: a, it's a family of 13 yes. coming for the same price. Yeah. But where could you take your family as a unit somewhere and enjoy... Uh, enjoy the, the outdoors, the, the competition. But one of the things that we do at Family Camp is that uh, we have competitions. And in the past, a lot of men will go with their boys to, to do baseball or football or whatever. And I've kind of switched things up. If you're in a competition, like in a canoe race or a paddle boat race or something like that, uh, men, you need to be with your daughters. And uh, sons, you need to be with your mothers in, in the competition. And it's, it can be challenging. It can be entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's really cool to watch that. And I've had uh, a father come to me afterwards and said, you know, I'm really glad you made us do that. I didn't really make him. But uh, <laughs> because he said the on the norm, I would go with my son and my wife would go with my daughter. And we just, you know, that's the way it was. But you made us switch it up. And so we have competitions and we have some times at free time at family camp that uh, is very important. Some time, quiet time that couples can have that that will take care of the kids. And and like I said, the age group doesn't matter. We actually have uh, a a camp or a, a family two years ago that brought their I think it was okay, that brought their three month old baby with them. The youngest camper we've ever had at camp. And so that was really cool. And they're excited about coming back. And, and she's, she's up and coming now. She'll be coming back uh, this, this time for family camp too. They're excited about it. And uh, uh, family camp is just something that is relaxing for families. And like we said before, you don't have to cook. You don't have to, you know, if you don't want to make your bed, you don't have to. If you get a cabin, uh, we prefer that you shower. So, but not <laughs> it's not mandatory. This is camp, you do all kinds of crazy <laughs> That's things. That's right? right. And so, but kids have an awesome time here. We we have archery, we have paintball, we have uh canoe races, we have swimming, we have all kinds of things here at camp uh for family camp. And I would encourage if your family can get together. Uh, come to family camp and see. Right now we have uh, uh, five camp, five families that are registered for family camp, and I'd love to see this place booked out. And if we could do seven, 17 to eighteen uh, families here. That would be awesome. It would be quite the, quite the challenge, but it would be an awesome experience for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have a couple of statements from all that. Don' so that family that brought their three month old—they're nuts because um, I, <laughs> you listeners know that we have our daughter Chloe and she's pushing eight months now, and I I don't know if I could do that with a three month old, but <laughs> um, kudos to them. Yeah. And I think it's neat though the you see you're talking about how you back kind of to the power of camp, and then I think families get to see it, but like a, a dad and how you. Uh, force them or yeah. had them, you know, switch things up maybe than their own traditional rules. I think that's a good example of uh, just showing how, you know, camp and those kind of when there's different parameters than your own decisions being made can force you or teach you how to do things different and kind of the whole, you know, the the dad having to go with a daughter and the mom going with the son and everything. And I think those are good little teaching tools and um little things that make stretch people that we sometimes we don't get especially from a family standpoint um and camp in general does those type of things it's that's neat there. that so. it does <laughs> that it does
2: yeah, Family Camp in particular, uh, I remember this one family. that And because we do some competitions with family, and I talked about how um, you'll face some of your fears. And we had a mother and daughter that were terrified to get in a canoe. But because it was one of the competitions, and they, they wanted to be competitive, um, it was really fun to watch how they got in the canoe and how they— you know, they just stepped out to conquer this fear. They didn't let it stop them. And, and they still talk about it today.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) the cheering section of all the other families. It was awesome.
2: Yes. Just getting them out there on that water and how they faced that fear because it was a competition and nobody forced them into that canoe, but it's something that they wanted to compete and do. So they faced those fears and did it. So even for the adults here, it, it does. And also another point with like the three month old or the little ones that are five and under. For family camp, we also within that have a little um, daycare camp so the preschool it's a little preschool camp so ones that are your children that are babies or five years old and younger we actually have caretakers that take those children during the competitions because of course they can't compete in the in those things (laughs) so we have caretakers that take them and they have a whole whole cabin kind of set up with all the just the right toys the activities and they do things outside they'll take them out you know um depending on the age they'll have wagons or little tricycles and and they'll take those little ones so that that's how the family can come even with a baby Mm -hmm. is that we provide caretakers for them. And then when it comes mealtime, they come and get those children out of the little preschool camp. They take them to the meals with them because the eats eat together at mealtime and they get to kind of share about everything they've been doing. And so they come together at the meal table to do that. And then, um, then when they go back out again, if that child or maybe they've got a child that's six years old or something and just needs a nap in the afternoon, they'll go to that little little daycare area and take a little nap, so that then the parents can go continue on doing their things. So it's, it encompasses all all needs there. So yeah. yeah.
0: Well, if you guys have anything else you want to elaborate on with camp and the power of camp or anything, and just that.
1: Well, of course we do, Mitch, but we probably ought to hold back a little bit. Okay, okay. Given the time constraints that we have.
2: <laughs> like I said, we could talk about camp all day. Absolutely. Um, our camp is a member of what we call 3CA. That's Christian Camp Conference Association. That is national. And um, we are members of that because there are many benefits that we get as camp leaders to um you know, stay updated with, with things. They're always um, doing seminars and webinars to teach us things and current issues with camping. And um, we just get a lot of benefits from that and, and learn how to do camp the best that we can possibly do camp. So...
0: Yeah, I, I've been around a little bit of that. And I, it is a neat um, organization that does, you know, kind of networking and that different type of things. And, you know, you can see what your big brother camp does and you can see mm-hmm. what your little brother camp does and uh, or vice versa, wherever you're at. And that's it is neat to see all that different things, the uh, different, I guess, levels or different areas that camps venture into, too, and stuff. Yeah. yeah,
2: And mm-hmm. and we do we visit with our our. Camp folks around the areas in Indiana and the other states, but camp is so important that um, go to camp, send your kids to camp, no, no matter what camp, you know, find a good, a good Christian camp, um, check them out, make sure they're solid, and send your kids there. They they'll just have the time of their life. So.
1: And I think one, one critical point is uh, that some kids just won't go by themselves to a a place. So mm. get a friend and, and go with a couple of friends and, and enjoy it. And, uh,
0: so if, if you're reluctant to go. That is a good point, Don, because back earlier when I said I did not like to camp when I was a young lad, um, that was actually the way I got back going to camp was I had a buddy a couple of buddies that were like hey you know you we we go to this different type of week than you went when you were younger you should come and check this week out and yeah I don't know if that the good influence or the bad influence they are they uh, got me to go um, <laughs> yeah because they weren't always a good influence but <laughs> um but yeah I think that is a good point there don um yeah so, kind of, we're gonna. I'm gonna work on towards. We're gonna wrap this up here shortly. But I wanted to give you guys both a chance to maybe tell a story of something that was just extra memorable or um, about camp and um, everything. So, you guys got any of those type of stories you want to talk about? And now there's crickets in the room. They're thinking. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are so many, Mitch. That that when you come to camp you don't want to miss the moment and the opportunity uh, one of the things that I enjoy doing is uh, uh, I may be working hard all around camp doing all kinds of stuff but at mealtime I want to come in and and sit in the gym and uh, sit down with these kids and just listen to what they're talking about and uh, they're always going oh come over here sit here sit here it's like okay because I always go in I go oh I wonder who I can bother today and they and they go. And some of them will look away, and that oh, there I need to go sit because that's where I need to be. <laughs> and uh, so there's just so many opportunities that that that, that I get
0: because of camp. Mm-hmm. You got anything, Sarah?
2: I don't have a particular story right now. Okay,
0: well, we've heard quite a few different little stories yeah. and things here throughout. Yeah. So I guess kind of to wrap it up. Um, I'm going to let you guys maybe say where they can people can find information about Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp um, and everything and i'm going to put i'll put all that information in the show notes and stuff so if you are listening you don't have to write it all this down you can check out the show notes and stuff but where can mm-hmm. they find information about you guys to get connected from camp sessions to retreats and everything in between
2: websites, the best place because you can get all kinds of information and you can see pictures of, of camps. You can see pictures of facilities and all of that. And that is S is in South B is in Baptist Y is in youth C A M P. So that's S B Y camp.com. So yeah, that's, you can see a lot of stuff there. Also, um, we hire summer staff, mm-hmm. extra summer staff. So we are hiring for those positions right now. So they will actually start, they could start as early as mid-May. If it's a college student it's out of school and we'd like to get rolling right away and get a few more weeks of work in before the camping season actually starts. So, cause our first camp session is June the 13th, I believe it is. So, um, but we would like to be able to do our, our training that first week of June and get them on board. Our camps go through the end of July, but there again, if a college student wants to work on into August a little bit, they can get those extra weeks into. So, um, but anyway, all of that information is on the website as well. Also, um, just need somebody to help with housekeeping during the summer to help our housekeeping. Um, director, she needs extra help on Fridays and Saturdays to clean the cabins and get ready for, for our turnaround, um, cabins and shower houses. So that's another spot that we hire staff and then also a little extra help in food service. So there are opportunities for employment at camp. And if you're in our area, that's great. Or, um, check out your local camp because camps hire people for the summer. They need extra, extra help. So, and also lifeguards. We need lifeguards, so those are positions we're hiring for.
1: Yeah, if you're really not sure what you're going to be doing this summer, um, uh, check out, like Sarah said, check out the local camps. Uh, they're they are always needing somebody to 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 work and to do different things. So uh, I would encourage that because uh, I I I would hope other people would check us out because mm-hmm. we are definitely in need of of volunteers or a paid staff to come out and. Uh, and help out at camp.
2: Yeah. And you know, one of the neat things is that um, camp is a, a fun, safe place to work. Mm. And it's fun, it's safe, and you get to meet lots of people. And um, yeah, they're long days, but they're fun days. And you even get paid for it. So mm-hmm.
0: That is cool. And you guys do also have a Facebook page, right? Correct?
2: We do. Yes. We do. Southeastern Baptist Youth Camp.
0: Yeah, just making sure to get the social media covered too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've got got all of that. So
0: Well, uh if there's nothing else you guys want to say. We're going to wrap this up.
2: Okay. We appreciate the opportunity to get a share about camp.
1: Yeah, thank you, Mitch. We yes. appreciate it. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, I just I want I want people to know cuz I mean as our missions kind of as a outdoor family um the podcast we we want we see the camp as another opportunity for family and kids to get into the outdoors or get into a camp setting mm-hmm. and it's just another Opportunity to grow yourself and expand yourself. Um, we haven't talked about this, but it's I think there's kind of like that type two fun, and I, I don't know if you guys know what type two fun is, but it's the idea is it's fun that's hard work. Um, you that mm. takes, and I think camp is a lot of that. It may not be always physical; it may be mental, but it's hard work, and it it can be fun, and uh, and it really grows. I think grows people, and um, I just I think that's one the one reason I I, w- I wanted a highlight camp or a camp for here this spring is because I think that is is part of kind of that whole complete like of an outdoor family element. So thank you guys for getting on here and um, and everything. So
2: yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Mitch, because I grew up. Um, going camping, like what you've been talking about on your podcast, where mm-hmm. you go pitch the tent, you take the camper, and you go park on a campground and go camping. I grew up doing a lot of that camping. I never went to um, a camp session, like a Christian camp, like what we offer, right. or, or 4-H camp. I never did do any Type of a programmed camp so i never had that experience like don said he he never had the, exp- the opportunity to do that either so um so yeah it's a different type of camping
0: yeah and i think it, and like i said it's one of those another tool that a family can put in their bag of tricks to train mm-hmm. up their kids and in the way they will go yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It's good. yeah so well i think we're gonna wrap it up so remember everyone always stay anchored